Hey everybody, Dave Hagen here. Today I want to talk about career tips for working at home. That's today on the Financial Wellness Podcast. Welcome to the Financial Wellness Podcast, Dave's weekly message to keep you on your path to the financial success. Here is your host, financial problem solver and talk show host, Dave Hagan. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's edition of the Financial Wellness Podcast, or the TFWP, as we like to call it. This is Dave Hagan coming to you from Topanga, California. I'm just going solo today. We're giving Nick and Brian the week off because there's some things I just want to talk about. You know, it's a new economy out there. And more and more people are working from home. I think the COVID thing has forever changed how we look at working and how employers look at their workers. We're going to spend a number of episodes over the next five, six months talking about that. But it's a new economy. It's a new world out there. We've talked about the survey that said that 40% of millennials said that they would rather quit than go back to working five days a week. And I ran into an article uh, of an interview with Nicholas Bloom, who's a professor of economics at the Stanford School of Humanities and Science and a senior fellow at the Stanford Institute for Economic Policy Research. And he focuses on labor, economics, management practices, and uncertainty. And he says that this trend is huge, but we've been talking about that. But check this out. He has said, wow, we see an incredible 42% of the U.S. labor force now working from home full time. Another 33% are not working, a testament to the savage impact of the lockdown recession. And the remaining 26%, mostly essential service workers, are working at their business premises. So by sheer numbers, the U.S. is a working from home economy. Not quite, but almost twice as many more employees are working from home as at work. Hmm, I think this is a really big deal. He goes on to quote a, a recent survey that he did that showed that working days at home is expected to increase on average fourfold from pre-COVID levels. So he was asked in this article, how will this change things? And his comments were very interesting. He thinks that there are going to be fewer high rises and more low slung, low density buildings, more out in the suburbs. He thinks that development in the cities will dramatically slow down. He thinks that there's going to be less people in elevators because you used to pack a whole bunch of people into an elevator. And now, especially if everyone wants six feet, you're not gonna be able to get that many people in elevators and move people up and down a high rise building. I think that it could potentially stratify the workforce, the homers and the non-homers. I think that the two groups of people could end up thinking about how they consider their work life very, very differently. And it could create two groups of workers. So we've talked about 
the technical aspects of working from home, because if you're working from home, I think it's an important thing. You've got to learn how to work better. We talked about how to Zoom better. Go back and listen to episode 331 and 332. We talked about the need for a good high definition camera. We talked about dressing nicely. We talked about having a good background. But I think some of this Zoom economy also has an effect on our careers. And really, that's what I want to spend some time talking about here today. So what are some career tips for working at home? I've got 10 or 11 of them. So check these out. See if any of these um, are important or salient to you. Number one, be on time. When you go on to a Zoom call, it's pretty apparent that you're joining the call. It's really, really obvious when you're showing up late. When you go to a meeting somewhere downtown, well, sometimes you can sneak in the back door. But on a Zoom call, it's really, really apparent. So be on time. In fact, be early. Because if you get on the call a little bit earlier, you have an opportunity to do some social chit-chat. And that's a great opportunity to socialize with your with your workers and a great opportunity to size up the room, if you will, size up the call. Who's there? Who's going to participate? Who's live? Who's hiding behind a black screen? A great opportunity to warm up to that call. So that's number one, be on time. Number two, be prepared. Be prepared for the call. If there's an agenda, look at it. If there's a list of people attending, look at it. Be prepared. Think about it ahead of time. In fact, maybe you want to sit down and go, hmm, how do I see this in my mind as proceeding? I think that it's important. You will participate in a more meaningful way if you are prepared. Number three, participate. Participate. Plan on participating. If you're not participating, people are going to forget you, that you're there. And if people forget that you're there, they might not understand or remember or realize that you're adding value to the call or to the business. Could endanger your job. Participate. I remember way back in law school, I knew a guy and he would show up maybe once a week. And when he would show up once a week, which, by the way, wasn't enough, but the, he thought it was. And when he would show up, he would always make sure that he would ask a question. And I asked him one time, I said, geez, you show up once a week to the class. And that's the day you ask a question. Why do you do that? And he goes, I just want to be seen participating. I want the professor to know I was there. Now, I'm not saying do this. In fact, I think it's a bad idea. But the participation portion is what I want to get across. When you're on a call, participate at least a little bit, at least a little bit. Ask a question. Make sure that they can see your face. Make sure that your screen looks good. Smile. Make a comment. Ask a question. Participate. Number four, look for ways to add value to the discussion. 
just don't ask any stupid question. Look for ways to add value. If you see that the meeting is going to be on a particular topic, maybe, just maybe, you want to do a little research on Google ahead of time. Look for a couple of interesting statistics. Look for a couple of emerging trends. That way, you've got something to add to the discussion. It looks like you're prepared, you're participating, and you're adding value to the discussion. Number five, never, never start a call or a Zoom cold. Don't just pick it up. Don't just jump on the call. You might want to start thinking about it an hour ahead of time. You might want to do a little research, like I said on the previous item. You might want to make sure that you have questions to ask of specific people that you're anticipating being on the call. But never start a call cold. Always start to warm up a little bit ahead of time. Prepare, prepare to participate. Number six, just don't talk. Just don't talk. I can't tell you how many Zoom calls I've been on and somebody wants to jump in and just say something that is so obvious or so stupid. Just don't talk. If you're going to talk, have something salient to say. If you're going to participate, make sure that it's based upon some research or some particular perspective that you bring to that call. Don't just talk. If you just talk, it will hurt you. Talk about something that's important. Make a comment about something that's important. Look like you're engaged, but don't just talk. Number seven, make sure you look good. Really important. We talked about this last year, but I want to reemphasize it because I think it's important for your career. And that's what this list is talking about, how to Zoom for your career. Last year, we talked about the fact that most communication that we do or that we impart is visual. We spent a whole podcast talking about this. But make sure that you are dressed in appropriate clothes, that you have a good background, that you have a good camera. All the things that we talked about last year in episodes 331 and 332. The vast majority of our communication is visual. So make sure that you look good. Number eight, don't fall asleep. Now, I know that this sounds obvious, but I got to tell you, um, I was uh, teaching a class about six, eight months ago. I could see most of the students and well, some of the students were hiding behind a black screen, which was also made me think that they weren't too particularly interested. But um, some of them, I could see their faces and they were just falling asleep. And man, as a speaker, as a presenter, nothing is more of a bummer than watching somebody fall asleep. Now, I took it as a challenge because I thought, wow, how do I how do I wake this person up? How do I re-engage somebody? How do I say something that will really perk up their ears? But don't fall asleep. It just shows that you don't care. Better not to be there if you think that you're going to fall asleep, frankly. Number nine, still do social stuff. Stay in contact. So meet your friends from work for drinks. Go to the group events. Participate in the extracurricular activities because a lot of your career relates to how you interact with the other people that you work with. Yes, you have to add value. Yes, you have to create product. Yes, you have to move the mission of the organization forward. 
but people need to know you. They need to know that you're still alive. So stay in contact, do the social things. If there's come some kind of appropriately socially distant event, go to that event and have fun. Go and have fun, meet the people. But I think it's important that you do that for your career advancement. Number 10, maintain your network and maintain your network on purpose. You know, LinkedIn help with this, but it's, it's online. Maintain your network, periodically call people, follow up with people, meet people, but maintain your network and do it in a very purposeful way. Don't let people, um, you know, just try and tie up your time. Make sure that you are connecting with the right people. Maintain your network on purpose. And then number 11, um, hey, you can get forgotten, so have a plan. Have a plan on how you're going to implement all these things in your career path, how you're going to stay in touch. Even if you're working at home, how are you going to do all of these things? How are you going to integrate these things? I mean, maybe you've got a weekly or monthly plan that says, hey, outside of office, I'm going to connect with three people or five people or whatever you're going to do, or I'm going to call three people and I'm going to meet five people. Um, have a very definitive plan every week or month so that you do not get forgotten. I think that it's going to be very possible for people who produce product, who maintain databases, who interact with computers to get lost or forgotten in this new work at home phenomenon where 42% of the labor force may reside. And you need to have a plan to not get forgotten. You still need to deliver value. You still need to add to the motion and positive force in the company, but you don't want to get forgotten either. You've got to have a plan. You've got to have a plan. Well, that's all I got this week. I wanted to jump in and just make these comments. I've been thinking about this, kind of putting this list together in my mind over the past several weeks. I wanted to get it out there, especially as we start closing out this 2021 and start thinking about what 2022 is going to look like. Stick with us. Next week, we're working on a couple of interesting things. We'll have the guys back. I want to talk with them about what you should say or not say when talking with friends and business associates about money, specifically your money. And we've been thinking about this for, I, I've been thinking about this for quite a while. So we're going to hit that next week. We'll see you then. This is Dave Hagan, and you've been listening to the Financial Wellness Podcast. You've been listening to the Financial Wellness Podcast, Dave's weekly message to keep you on your path to financial success. If you have a question that you would like Dave to answer on the podcast, go to thefinancialwellnesspodcast.com. You can leave an audio message with one click of a button or type your message into the question box. Either way, it's sent right to Dave's phone. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you receive the new episode notifications. Let's listen in now as Dave answers some emails.